everyone, today is Friday the 7th of December 2018, it's The Gap episode 448, I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gyro's here, Job, how's your Monday, no, you not Monday, fucking Friday morning going. Fucking, you are on fire, baby! Yeah, That's because well. it's early in the morning and I don't know what is going on. <laughs> Nothing's working for me, my internet is like dead, we're recording off of my phone at the moment, so yep. this could be special. Yeah, um, I was actually up really early, surprisingly, because I figured I'd be super hungover, but I, I actually feel really good. So, uh, yeah, got up really early, did a bunch of work, uh, played some Counter-Strike, and yeah, going pretty good. I got up at 6. 6. 6.30. Alright, so yeah, competition. fed my cats, yeah. um, and then I uh, sat in bed and, and read the internet and played some games. And yeah, then I was fair. like, I should probably get up now, it's 9.30. So I got up, had a shower, got on my computer to get the show ready. I'm like, my internet is not working. That is amazing. <laughs> what is going on? Shit. So, yeah, perfect timing. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully this, this I've like tethered my, my phone to my computer. Um, <laughs> we'll see how it holds up over the next couple hours. Fingers crossed it, it doesn't shit itself further. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cooked. Anyway. Anyway, a couple of things I want to talk about quickly. Um, we'll try and make this a quick episode, but we say that every week and that never happens. Very true. Um, we saw some movies, some movies that haven't been released yet. Oh, well, it's, we saw some advanced screenings of films that aren't out. Yeah. Um, we'll let's, start do with, let's, let's do movie start, cast. Let's go. Let's start at the bottom of the pile. The one we saw last night. Yeah. It's called Mortal Engines. And I don't think I can tell you what this film is about because <laughs> I watched three and a half hours of something. It never ended. And it sure was a film. It never ended. It was just on, it was just, it was going forever. I could not understand how it could keep going. I, um, the, the guy I was sitting next to, um, Paul, who, uh, he's, he was in our, our gap fantasy league, uh, NBA. I was, uh, I, I, uh. He turned to me like halfway through the movie. He's like, "This is the end, right?" And I'm like, "I don't think so. I think this is like halfway through." <laughs> it's were... a weird fucking film. It starts off with like this epic. Th- it's about like moving cities that yeah. are like giant fucking Tonka like trucks. Predator <laughs> cities, right? Predator is that what they call them? Predator cities. Uh, they're giant like steampunk cities that are yeah. built on tracks and like they move around like cars yeah, on massive caterpillar uh, tracks and then halfway through the movie it turns into a terminator film <laughs> and i wasn't sure what was happening yeah and then it's like a fucking lord of the rings by the end of it it's so weird it's just i don't that film looks like it spent they spent a shitload of money to make that film and it's not going to make anything i guarantee you that film bombs so hard it deserves to bomb really hard they're like i what i like about film what i like about movies is that generally i can turn my my brain off and i will not notice a lot of the stuff like i don't treat movies like i do games where games i'm like always like that's that's poor design etc etc i'm cataloging all the things that are sort of like ruining and like it's not necessarily ruining but also like you know propping up spectacular pieces and you know eventually eventually the only thing i can actually actively remember is basically everything about the last game i played and then right it's it's to the detriment of 
remembering what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing today or, you know, anything that's in my calendar without checking my calendar, etc., etc., etc. It's my brain just catalogs faults and highlights from games at all times. When I watch a movie, it doesn't do any of that shit. Like, I just watch a movie and I just either enjoy the experience or I do not enjoy the experience. And it's not like I'm sitting there going, this is why I didn't like it, etc., etc. And so I will often like a movie, a popcorn film, you know, mm. just a shitty fucking blockbuster, like a whatever, a five out of ten. I'll be like, yeah, I liked it. Um, and, you know, other we'll talk to you know i'll talk to you guys and you guys all seem to have like a mind for cinema that i just don't have and so yeah we'll talk to you guys and i'll be like the guy who's like yeah i thought it was okay and you guys will be like it was fucking garbage what are you talking about like this and this and this like alien covenant <laughs> yes exactly like i was i was mostly i was like there are some excessively dumb shit, like excessively dumb shit in that film, but I didn't hate it. Um, I did hate it on second watching, but uh, like that, that's, you know, that's different. You know, suddenly you know what's coming and you're like looking out for other things. But um, yeah, like on first watching, generally I will like a film. I'll be like, yeah, that's cool. I liked it. You know, it, it was entertaining. This, I sat there and I could not stop noticing like, just all these little things were niggling at me constantly, like continuity errors and stuff like that that I never see. And I, like, honestly, I don't think continuity errors are generally that big a deal unless they're plot fucking specific. But this, mm. like, right at the end, uh, they're ringing a warning bell. I won't say why, but they're ringing a warning bell, right? Sure. And... They go to ring the warning bell and they show them like running up to ring the bells. There are no bells ringing, but everyone is already panicking. These people cannot see shit. They cannot see what they are supposed to be warned about, but they are already panicking before the bells are ringing. I'm like, how the fuck do you let that happen? Like the bells ringing and people like that, that moment when like a nothing family that you never saw except right. for this one moment you have a scene with like a family eating dinner or something and then they look up and hear the bells and then they panic that is a fucking right. classic scene but they didn't even do that like these are yeah. this is basic shit they're just like yeah well you know you got to ring bells i guess like <laughs> to warn people and when do people panic oh they're panicking don't worry about it like just fucking run around like in futurama when harold zoid is directing and he's like show some emotion wave your arms a bit and like everyone's like running around in the white house waving their arms and shit like that like it's, it's just this fucking trash bullshit movie making that i honestly never see i never notice and i couldn't yeah. stop seeing it constantly in this movie i mean it's like a moment like two and a half hours in they start introducing new characters yeah. and you're like what is going on here how, who is this person how are you doing this like why it's like are you doing it feels this? like a trilogy of books that they've jammed into like it's like you know, the reverse normally, hobbit <laughs> yeah it's like it's like normally when you get those like books and they they stretch them the fuck out and yeah. it's like oh we're gonna make this over four films with this one they're like we can fit six books into this one don't worry watch yeah. this yeah yeah 100 like yeah it's the reverse hobbit like there is 
way too much shit packed into this tiny space of time so they never have any time like let any fucking moments land or like anything make general sense because they're too busy trying to cram in the next thing oh and now the terminator's here oh now the fucking you know this chick's here and she's got wonky (laughs) eyelashes or whatever the fuck was going on with her face and like etc etc and you're like what the fuck well, meanwhile, how? who's keeping up with this shit? Meanwhile, like Hugo Weaving is trying to carry the fucking shit out of this movie. He is LeBron <laughs> in the playoffs, like for the last fifteen years. He is carrying so fucking hard; it is ridiculous. And this is not like chewing the scenery carrying. This is like proper gravitas, like doing his fucking best to hold this turd of a movie up i could not understand any of the choices that they made with this movie it's such a high concept film yeah like it is high as shit and i'm like i do not understand what is happening at any point of this film i was on board that first five minutes i was like i can get on this yeah giant fucking cities like battling each other yeah like it just goes out of control scaled up mad max or something i'm like yeah that that's that seems cool and then like, even then, like, they, they spend all that time, like, focusing on Scarface. And then, like, suddenly they switch over to fucking, like, the gangly dickhead, uh, who is actually the protagonist, I guess, right? Is he? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, it's... I don't. I can't tell you. I can't. I he develops, can't what happened in that film. He develops, like, all these relationships with these people on the, the moving city of London, and you do not see them for the next two hours. <laughs> like, a thing happens, a plot-related thing happens, and you just don't see. They spend literally half an hour building up his relationships with these people, and then yeah. they're just gone. Like, they're not My, my favourite part is there's this this MacGuffin in the film. Yeah. And they, they like teasing it throughout the entire film. And you're like, oh, what is this? And we're like turning to each other trying to guess what it is. Yeah. And then they reveal it like right at the end. It's this important <laughs> moment. And it's, it means absolutely nothing. I think every, like half the fucking cinema burst out laughing because we were like, what the fuck is going on here? And the other half was groaning. That is not how you fucking play that shit. Like, oh, crap. Because it, it, it's supposed to play off like as this big reveal. And yeah. everyone's like... Okay, what does that mean? <laughs> right? Like, and yeah, like that's, yeah, they're crammed so much in that like if they'd taken the time, right, they might have actually been able to like eke that out, like sort of sure. hint at it throughout. The, but instead, it's just this moment where she's like looking at a, she's looking at a wall, right? When she, when it clicks in her head, she's literally staring at a fucking wall and it's like, oh, but that means, huh. And then, like, they do this slow pan reveal, and you're like, what the fuck are you idiots doing? Like, you didn't earn this. She saw a fucking, a fucking carving, and that's it? That's how she works it out? Holy shit. You may as well just have fucking gods slam his finger down Monty Python style and just smash the fucking big, big bad. Like, oh. Yeah. And all this, oh, oh, that bit, the bit when they, f- the, mild spoiler alert, fuck it, uh, the, they suicide a plane into one of the spotlights, because they have to kill all the spotlights, 
for mm. some reason. I don't know why. They could have landed about a, f- a fucking million times, but they have to kill all the spotlights and to kill the last one, they suicide a plane into it. Why didn't they suicide the plane into the weapon? Why didn't they just suicide the plane? Like, if you aren't going to fucking 9-11 some shit, just 9-11 straight into the fucking weapon. Good God. That's ridiculous. I could not understand. That was driving me so fucking bonkers. Like, oh, yeah, there was so much going. Like, you leaned over at one point and you're like, I think that's the end of the movie. And I'm like, nah, fuck off. Nah, fuck off. And then I went through like this cycle i'm like actually i'd like it to be that'd be good it should be the end of this film so i can stop <laughs> yeah, watching is it gonna end soon yeah uh and then yeah i'm like but if it is the end i'm gonna be so fucking pissed off but then i'm not i'm not really gonna be that pissed off because i'm never gonna watch the sequel so i could just it's it, never getting i, I just sequel, get to leave worry. yeah that's true uh, um but yeah fuck man yeah. what a I, I walked away from like. that the only high point was me thinking, I really want to see Hugo Weaving in a Star Wars film and play a villain. Fuck yeah. That's, that's the only thing I walked away with in that film. Being that'd, like, oh, be, okay. that'd be some shit. Yeah. Holy that was shit. my thought-provoking moment from that film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, terrible. Like, truly terrible. Good God. But yeah. Mortal anyway. engines. Avoid. 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 Um, what's next? Uh, you went and saw uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, right? I did, That's yeah. That's sequel to Rick the first Ralph. one where it's he's like interacting with video game characters. I don't even remember what it's called. wreck it Ralph. Ralph? wreck it Ralph. wreck yeah. Ralph. So, uh, yeah, this is the sequel to wreck it Ralph. Uh, and basically he... And uh, so it's John C. Riley's Ralph and Sarah Silverman as... Oh, what's her name? Vanellope? Vanel- yeah. Vanellope. Yeah. Uh, like vanilla, but she's in a candy game. Um, sure. Candy they, yeah. they get into the internet. And so now they're interacting with internet references. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, two minds about this one. I liked some of it. Uh, you know, there were fun moments, funny moments. They meet all the Disney pres- princesses. And, right, because uh, it's a Disney film. Yeah, and they ham it up uh, pretty hard on those references. Um, the brave chick, she's from mm. a DreamWorks film. She's in it, and uh, they make her speak in like this incomprehensible Scottish accent. Mm. And they're like, oh, she's from a different property, so nobody understands what she says, which is <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, like they, you know, the whole time the princesses are like talking about, you know, just generic things you see from a Disney princess, like all these things. And that, that that was a really good interaction and actually like a pretty good way to move the story forward and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Ralph comes across as a bit of a, a bad guy, but I guess that's his arc. They're just repeating his arc. He, you know, has to learn something and he's kind of a douchebag about things while he's learning things or whatever. Sure. Um, so yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, the only thing I didn't like is um, he has to earn a bunch of money real quick, and to do it, uh, he literally just copies a bunch of like memes, right? Uh, but like slightly tweaks them so they they go Ralph on them, and mm-hmm. uh, 
just didn't think that was a very good message to be honest copy whatever's popular doesn't seem strike me as a very good message to have in a kid's film uh but yeah that was that would seem like the overarching message from that particular portion uh in the end it's like pretty heavy duty on friendship and the nature of friendship and i think the overarching whole message for the film is um that that is good it's just that one section when he's earning money off the internet yeah i don't know i'm, I'm loath to think what that's going to do to a generation of children who grow up and, and think that the way to get popularity on the internet is to just copy whatever the fuck is popular it just yeah. seems everybody shitty. floss yeah exactly he does floss um of course he does he does so uh, um without giving away any spoilers yep is it does it do the video game stuff again like does it bring in characters or is that like a side thing for this there, one? there are some video game characters but it is very much divorced from that like i think right. there are a couple the first of one's a video games. game movie yeah this one is more of an internet movie yeah, right. like there's you see google and pinterest and all those kinds of like yeah etc cetera, etc cetera. and they make jokes real like related to that instead of video games uh so it's more yeah about internet culture than it is about video game culture um animation wise and we were arguing about this last night while we were drunk but uh animation wise i think it's going to win awards there the scenes are so densely packed with reference on reference on reference on reference uh each like it seems like each frame has another fucking crazy reference that yeah i I don't know that it could be beaten like it is just unbelievably dense it almost feels like it's not something you'd go see at a cinema only because you like I, i wanted to like hit back on my fucking remote so i could go and see i'd like catch like three things in the background but i'd no, like peripherally notice like three more that i didn't catch and i want to go back and have a look at them and work out what the you know the referencing to and all that kind of stuff like a lot of the humor is extremely uh, understated and like just relegated to, to background stuff uh, which I think Wreck-It Ralph did a lot of as well. Uh, now, obviously, like I said, it's internet culture as, as opposed to video game stuff. But uh, yeah, like there's still a couple of video games. Like, it's still rooted in video game stuff and there's still some good um, references. But yeah, it is. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, like I said, though, I don't know that I'd go and see it at a cinema. I think I'd wait for to watch it at home. Yeah, right. I, I think watched it'd the be first just one on a plane. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like I like the first one. Um I thought it was I thought it was well done. Um like an interesting twist on the the way we treat villains and stuff like that, like an interesting examination on the way we treat villains and stuff. Sure. So, um yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh so they yeah, that, that was that. Um yeah. It's good. It's well, it it have to be trying to be worse than fucking mortal engines um but <laughs> yeah uh and what else did we watch we watched uh spider-man into the spider-verse in- enter into 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 the spider-verse yeah into the spider-verse. <laughs> into the spider-verse this was a lot better than i thought it was gonna be i'm gonna be honest 
Uh, I thought it was going to be good, entertaining, but this was actually good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one's not out until I think next week, like a week from now. Yeah, really. Pretty early screening. Yeah, we got it two weeks early. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, it is an animation film um, produced by uh, the guys that did like Twenty One Jump Street and um, uh, Lego Movie, and I think Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Is, it, is that the same crew? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. No, Phil Lord, Chris Miller. Um, they didn't direct it, but they uh, they produced it. I think one of them wrote it. Um, yeah, one of them definitely wrote it. Um, yeah. Definitely Lego Movie. I, I didn't know they did Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I, f- yeah. I think it was those guys. Um, or at least that film. Uh, yeah, and it's a it's an animation film um, from from Sony. This is not... It's, it's not a Marvel film at all. Um, which is weird because they've gone and made one of the best movies of the year and then one of the biggest turds with Venom. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. <laughs> really different contrast. Um, yeah, so it's actually based off of um, the Miles Morales character um, from Ultimate Comics and also takes a storyline from um, Dan Slott's 2015 arc of uh, Spider-Verse. Oh, here we go. Spider-Dork over here. Yeah. About schoolists on the fucking arcs of spider-man no no i'm just saying that it's it's mixed like it's borrowing elements from different comic lines slightly sure um yeah because the idea was i guess in um uh the like the miles character in the ultimate comics is not actually attached to the same universe as the normal peter parker that we know from spider-man and this what this is trying to do is basically bring in all those characters which is something they did in the comics a couple of years back um yeah man and it's um it's an origin story for for miles morales spider-man and not peter parker um peter parker is like a a dude who's having like i guess a midlife crisis in his universe yeah Um, and he comes along and it's about all these spider people joining together and trying to um save their dimensions or their universes which is yeah um i think the art style is amazing um yeah. i think it's gonna definitely win an award for something i i i haven't seen ralph breaks the internet but um yeah the the, the way they do the art in that is I I sh- phenomenal i thought the blurring stuff was specifically distracting which blurring stuff you they know? did all this blurring stuff to try to like highlight oh, yeah. the foreground and stuff um, but I thought it was specifically distracting at times, uh, like actually detracted from the film, which is not good in my opinion. Um, right. yeah. Although like I did generally enjoy the, like the way that they blended comic book aesthetic with, sure. uh, animated like cartoon, I guess. Yeah. Um, By like having speech bubbles come up when people were thinking or when loud noises were happening have and the, like the, frames like, sound and, yeah. yeah 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 the voice framed yeah yeah i thought like they, they did some really really good stuff and i think that um yeah like the the way it blended the concept of the comic and the like the film itself like he very much existed in a world where like comics exist and tell us a, a very similar story, you know, and 
so like yeah i thought that was that was it was interesting from a storytelling perspective as well like they used mm. it to tell the story as well uh, i just think ralph has like is so so dense it's redox yeah right the amount of yeah my uh, i think my only complaint about um spider-man is uh, i don't think the villain was very good i think there's other villains in that film that they do like good twists on yeah um whereas in this one it's just like they like give that they give that character some motivation but otherwise it's pretty like nothing um they don't really dive into it too much whereas it's not as fleshed out as like the miles character or the the peter parker character um any of that stuff um yeah there's some good peter's parker characters yeah yeah there's um a lot of big actors in that film that i didn't realize were going to be in it because we were like there's one point i turned to you and i'm like is that that person you're like yeah oh fucking hell fair enough yep um and it's got uh one of the best stingers yeah (laughs) one of the best after credits i've seen in a while yeah that like that after credit thing was like laugh out loud funnier than anything i saw in wreck it ralph uh like yeah that was fucking hilarious it's definitely worth staying till after the credits or watching after the credits um for that because it was fucking funny yeah um just like super self-aware as well but that's the entire film like i think that's what i was trying to say about you know the being aware that it, it is tied to comics in some some way like it was just super fucking self-aware of everything that that people think about spider-man people know about spider-man like our our preconceived notions and stuff like that but also like uh the culture around him and stuff like that and yeah like even the i don't think it's spoilers say there is a stanley bits in it um but even that was like i thought that was done in a way that was self-referentially um quite touching you know and like has a tribute to obviously you know one one of the greatest comic creators of all time like yeah i thought they did it really well and they must have been a challenge considering the time frame but um yeah like it's it's it spoke to how well everything in the film was thought out and written you know it was uh everything sort of new to like it was new everything about the culture it was very much a spider fan film you know like a fan a film for spider fans yeah 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 and they don't like well, the um, I, they do tell like origin stories for obviously like the Peter Parker Spider-Man. They do that in like two yeah. seconds, like yeah. the stuff that you know. And then they go into the bits like, then they do like another twenty seconds of sort of what's happened past that, yeah. and that's kind of the things that comic book readers would like. Some of that stuff is in there. Yeah, like yeah, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, anyway, there's stuff in there that like if you've read the comics, you know that that is like proper storyline stuff. And I think the interesting thing they did with it was they've t- they've like kind of tied it to like the Sam Raimi universe as well. Yeah, <laughs> like they borrowed elements from the Sam Raimi Raimi Sam Raimi Spider Man. Yeah, and then like the current stuff, like seems like they've just grabbed everything. 
Yeah, um, well, that's that's what is... I'm talking about, right? Like everything that exists in the Spider-Man universe or realm mm. sort of exists in this one super fucking layered Spider-Man film. Like it is, yeah, it is. It's not just for newcomers to Spider-Man or like for comic book movie fans. This is right. Like it's, but it's that, that's the other thing. Like it's super. Uh, I guess like relatable because I'm not a spider fan. I'm not a spider dork like you are. I don't know fucking it's <laughs> Dan something's fucking arc with the bloody blahs. Like yeah, I don't know that shit. Like I know Spider Man because uh, he's been rebooted fifteen times, and like that's about it. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I know his origin story, uh, and yeah, I know I've watched all the Spider-Man films, and that's about it, but I still got all this extra shit from being, you know, like having read comics for a long time, and every time he shows up in crossovers and stuff like that, and all the times that you have to read like 16 fucking other fucking books just to get up to speed on whatever the fuck they are in a certain book and stuff like that, like, yeah... It's dense in the same way that comic books are dense. And I think that's fucking awesome. Mm. Yeah. It was yeah. just really well done. Like, super relatable. But also, it seemed like it had so much for Spider fans. And yeah, I thought it was yeah awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. The only other thing is, uh, I, don't, I don't like the title of the film. And, and that's got to do with just... I also, because back in the day, like, the, the ultimate comic Spider-Man... Like that's who that that Miles Morales character um, was. Actually, um, yeah. yeah, I think you'll find that um, Miles Morales no, but also, was Ultimate Spider-Man. They ended up they ended up changing the name of that to just Spider-Man as well, and it, I fucking hate it when comic books do that sort of shit. Like they go and reboot their comic line, and then they change the name of it, and you don't know the fucking audience you're supposed to read it in. Yep. But like, my thing is, I don't know. Like, people might get into this movie thinking it's going to be a the spider-man that they know like the peter parker story but it's it's not it's completely different i think the bait and switch is good because i went in thinking it was a peter parker story i didn't realize it was a miles story but i have like i said i've seen peter's story 14 billion times and it was really good (laughs) seeing miles story instead um yeah like and i think they told it in a really good way like i don't know if that is uh yeah i don't think that's the only way to tell it but yeah like there was also like you know having been accustomed to miles a bit more you know obviously he was in was he in homecoming it was definitely referenced in homecoming uh, he's referenced in homecoming yeah, yeah. um because the, the sorry, donald yeah. glover is the um uncle he, yeah he's, right he's uncle yeah yeah um and then like Obviously, he plays a role in the game, um, yep. He's the Jack in the Insomniac game, yep. and yeah, like so, I've become a cu- more accustomed, and learning a lot more about him was yeah, like a good way to go. I think, like, I think he is on the up, and I think mm. that's a really good path for them to take to to grow Spider Man in the future, so we don't have to see peter parker's story again yeah so i'm done with it um yeah anyway it's good cool cool it's also good yes 
Yes. Um, all right, let's do some games. No, nah, one more movie. Oh, really? One more? What else did you see? Everyone say? has to watch Bodied. Right. Bodied. It's a, it's a movie like from Shady Entertainment. Like, okay. As in Eminem's production company. Yeah. Uh, and it is about a white, skinny white dude who's like an English literature major uh, in college investigating battle rap uh, and the uh, propensity for people to say the N-word in battle rap. Hmm. Uh, and it is way fucking smarter than it has any right to be. Uh, it was like a bit off-putting at the start because it seemed like it was going down this path where it's just setting people up to fail, like setting... Uh, like certain types of people up to fail. Like I'm loath to use this term, but SJWs up to fail. Uh, it is like it seems like it's skewering the fuck out of them, and then it, it re-examines all of that as well. Uh, and yeah, like it's actually a really it's a surprisingly intelligent examination on the way like cultures interact um but it's also wrapped up in this battle rap like stuff and there's a bunch of like very entertaining battle raps uh yeah cool so uh yeah check it out it's awesome it's yeah proper good anyway uh games games um talk about when we missed last week golf with friends golf with friends yeah i meant to put that, that on last week and then we forgot we forgot um, mm. you told everybody to buy this because I think it was on sale during the autumn Steam sale, right? I don't know if that's still going at the moment, but I don't think it is. But uh, yeah, um, it was super cheap. It was like five bucks, uh, and that was just five bucks Australian as well. So I'm like, yeah, for sure, get this. Like, let's check it out. I've wanted it to play it. It was probably like five dollars eighty seven cents, right? Or something. Yeah, probably. Have you yeah, noticed that all the definitely. prices are just dumb yeah. as shit on there now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no round, no clean numbers anymore. It's all weird shit. But um, yeah, we uh, we played it. You and I played it, and yeah. you got fucking wrecked. I got destroyed. It was <laughs> disgusting. Uh, and I believe I'm the only one who's been playing it since. Uh, I played it once with Drew. We had some fun, uh, but yeah, You've been practicing ever since. <laughs> Essentially, uh, yeah, I will not be beaten like that again. Um, no, I, uh, I, I, I found another mode, uh, cause we played regular golf mode. So it's basically a mini golf game. Um, it's got, a uh, eight, I think eight different courses, 18 whole courses, <laughs> uh, courses. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also got like player created courses and cool. stuff like that. Uh, the, yeah, but it is, it is mini golf. So it's, you know, it's less about long drives and stuff like that. More about like calculating angles and banking in shots and avoiding pitfalls. And yeah, it's just that sort of like really entertaining sort of, uh, situation you find yourself in when you fuck up, um, what should have been an easy shot and you miss, and you and like everything starts to fall apart like the further you get in the course 
mm. the more complicated the holes become and so every fuck up costs you that much more and you like the panic uh sets in and you're like oh god i don't know i'm gonna recover and yeah somehow you have to recover and the game continues regardless um it's it's good fun um there's yeah there's three different modes as well for the official um courses there's regular mini golf there's dunk mode uh which i was i was bad at regular mini golf but fuck i was bad at dunk mode <laughs> holy shit i was doing shit like banking it off walls and then jumping yeah. in backwards and shit and you're like what the fuck yeah meanwhile i'm like I would just like to get it in before my 12th shot. <laughs> I will be like at the fucking hoop, like just short of the hoop, like just fucking hammering at this fucking basket missing constantly. And I'm like, uh, over and over and over again. And then like, sometimes the ball lands too close to the fucking hoop. So there's physically mm. no way for you to get it in unless you do some crazy bank shot like you did and yeah so i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna do here so i'd like inch it away and that would cost me a shot but i'd inch it away so that i could actually take another shot and then it'd land in the exact same spot again i'd be like well i'm fucked um the third mode is hockey mode which uh has like a big hockey goal instead of a hole and uh it's got a goalie that moves across at random all right it's you you hit a puck instead of a ball so it doesn't roll it slides and uh that one's pretty that one's pretty i'm pretty good at that one um you just yeah you can definitely luck out in that one though you can fuck it up and just get bone zoned uh yeah yeah but yeah um it's good fun like the some of the player created maps are really fucking good and uh most of the actual maps are really well made as well there are a couple of the end of the default one the forest that last hole where you're supposed to drop it onto that fucking treadmill and it shoots it across like shoots the ball across and down that fucking ramp mm. i think they might have bitten off more than they can chew with that one because it's got it's all based on physics interactions like uh they're you know aiming for hardcore realistic physics um you know in a essentially a fantasy world uh and yeah there are some interactions that just don't play out the way they should so yeah you like the last the 18th hole you drop it onto this treadmill and it spits it across this giant gap really quickly and then it has to like dodge a sore and a log yep. and then land in this like tube that spins down and that's how you get to the actual play field where the hole is reachable it's the only way to make it to the hole itself but too often like it will bounce weirdly off the tube that runs down the slide that runs down to the it'll bounce weirdly like it won't bounce the way it should bounce so the physics will goof up a little bit and then it'll mm. ping off into the out of bounds area and you'll have to 
somehow construct a scenario where you dodge all the stupid shit you're supposed to dodge again and right. it's just tough are you supposed to dodge any of that stuff because i i couldn't figure that one out and i kept like trying to bank it off of logs and i'd hit like the log and it just bounce off the edge of the map i'm like yeah. i don't know what i'm doing because yeah. you got on there that that first game i got lucky played. i literally <laughs> i literally just got lucky i have no idea how i did it because i've played that map again and i think it took me like 11 shots to get in the hole on that last hole and i was like after the first four attempts of trying to specifically do something mm. i literally just like winged it and saw what like just random amounts of power out of the gate and to see what would happen whatever yeah right i i honestly don't know how it's specifically supposed to work um but yeah it's it's extra complicated because of those physics uh goofs i guess yeah yeah Um, and it does this thing where you can only look at the whole uh, there's probably ways you can change it but uh, I guess in the default mold mode we were doing, you can look at the hole just for like seven seconds or something like that. So you can move around like free cam, yeah. but once you've run out, you've used up all that time, that's it. So there are points where it's like, I don't know what is past this wall or yeah. like what is going on. So you just fucking hit it. Yeah. And hope it gets into something. There's a bit of like gamesmanship in not wasting all your like getting a good idea of where to hit the ball in the first place and knowing to not waste your free camera so that you mm. can actually use it when you're at the next stage, like sort of randomly going in. Yeah. Saving that free cam so you can work out how the fuck you're supposed to do shit yeah. without like moaning yourself. It's good. Yeah. Um, it's good fun. If I had any specific request, it would be a race mode um, where you try to get in the hole as fast as possible and strokes don't count. Um, so you'd have like a countdown at the start and then you just start smacking. I reckon that'd be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, it'd be frantic and uh, there'd be like, yeah, I think I think it'd be a good one to have because there's no reason why two people can't go at the same time. It's not a limit. Like it's not limited the way that real mini golf is, um, your balls. You can set it to have balls collide, but you can also set it to not. So you could have balls not collide and have a timer and yeah, count things that way. And I think it'd be good fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know of the net code or, or if it's like, I'm not sure how it's doing the server stuff. Yeah. Because um, it seems like it's got dedicated servers or something going on. But whenever we were playing, you were always hitting the ball first. Like, I'd get into the game and straight away you were just, like, fucking hitting it. So I don't know if it's, like, loading off of your game first or like, yeah, what's true. kind of happening there. Well, if that's happening, then I guess, yeah, that, that would fuck the system. There are some occasions where, um, when I was playing with Drew, uh, he would sink the pipe by on my screen he he missed and i yeah. think that was happening with you on as well when as we well. were playing yeah. yeah um yeah so if if that is the case then yeah maybe it doesn't work but i think you could probably like just wait until have a have a timer or have like a waiting for all players to load or something like that and 
have a countdown and do it that way. And if you made it in, like, yeah, it, it could be technically independent as as the time goes and still, like, work, I think. So, sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. What else we got? I don't know. Where is our list? <laughs> That's the page. Where is our list? Uh, Battlefield um, 5. Yeah. Um, new update dropped. Uh, but we haven't played night. it, right? I haven't played it. No. Um, I haven't played the is, new update. Um, this is the update that changes a lot of um, uh, weapons. It yep. changes. Um, uh, so, yes, yeah, so there's some balancing in there. Yeah. Um, nerfed a bunch of the guns that we liked. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is a bit well, disappointing. Like- Apparently the KE7's been nerfed, but it's like it's still reading visible. the patch notes, it didn't seem like it was being patched, uh, nerfed that much. Yeah, I so guess we it's, it's, it's kill... It's lethality was enough that I I was looking at those fucking patch notes, and I think all it got was like a longer reload time, right? And I don't think... I think it got a recoil change as well. Oh, yeah. Horizontal recoil, though. And I don't think horizontal recoil was really its problem. Its vertical recoil is too low, I think. Like, it's way too easy to control vertically. I don't think horizontal really winds up mattering all that much in a lot of the situations where the KE-7 was unusually powerful. Because you can outshoot the SMG. uh, And once you're close, like it can outshoot it in close quarters. And once you're all that close, like horizontal doesn't matter as much as vertical, in my opinion, because mm. yeah. Vertical. I think maybe the spread or something, they must be doing something with that. Maybe it's, I don't yeah, know. maybe I don't know. That's cause that's the only thing I can think of. That's cool. Like it would change. Yeah. Anyway, oh. we haven't tested it. We'll, we'll, we'll return to that one next week. Cause we haven't actually seen the patch. It was supposed to drop, uh, earlier this week and then they delayed it because it yep. apparently was killing servers. So, yeah. Um, we had, we had plans. I still love it. I still love the game. Um, yeah. Just, uh, apparently planes are less lethal now, which is, I'm all about. Uh, I heard planes. they got buffed. I thought I was reading they buffed the planes again. No. Like the damage on them. Apparently not. Okay. They nerfed the, the splash or something. Apparently, they might they nerfed tanks a little bit. Tanks do less um, damage. Or Panzer, no, less... Panzers do more damage on tanks now. No, they do less. They've changed the way they've changed the uh, lower threshold damage. Like if you hit it in certain areas now, it does more damage than oh, what it used right. to be. Well, that's good because that's what. But I think they've made it overall do less damage. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you can't one-shot a plane with a Panzer anymore, apparently. Uh, which I've is never a, tried. A bummer. Yeah. Well, I saw some videos. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, like I said, we haven't played. Let's move on. Um Black Ops 4? Right. Why is this I don't know. What, I don't know. <laughs> Why is it on there? Did we leave it on there from last week? Uh, I've been yeah, playing man. multiplayer. That's probably about it. Yeah, I played some multiplayer on the weekend as well, uh, even though I usually don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm playing still a lot, man. I'm up to like level 34 or something like that. I'm, I unlocked really? a... Uh, I've got a skin for one of my light machine guns with reactive armor, I think it's called. And yeah. uh, 
once you get a certain amount of kills on that one, it like unlocked another layer of skin, um, and now it's bright green, and it moves. Right. It's like all glowy and shit. Yeah. Um, um, I saw a dude rocking this like calling card, and it was like it looked fucking sick. It was animated and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, the like when you do a collection of um, the uh, battle challenges. pass ones, right? Like, yeah. No, not the battle pass. Like if it's like there's specific um challenges in the game right and it's like they're all like partnered into a tier and if you complete all of those ones then it unlocks like the animated version um so there might be like five Uh, challenges in this like set and then once you do all of those then it's like you get this special um thing yeah the animated ones are pretty cool there's a lot of them yeah, I haven't got any. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm a chump. No, man, anyway, I still enjoy playing, like, TDM. That's the only one I really play, TDM. Fuck TDM. Fuck TDM. <laughs> um, I was playing Kill Confirmed. Kill Confirmed is TDM, but good. Yeah. It's the one where the dog tags drop and you got to collect them to collect them. actually get the point. It adds so much to the, the dynamic of Team Deathmatch, in my opinion. Because yeah. suddenly hiding in a coma and waiting for people that yeah you actually had to get those tags, uh, and if you if you just wait there for more people to come, then they might recover the tags for their team, which will spoil it for you and you won't get the points at all. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, what else we got? Rainbow Six Siege. Rainbow Six Siege. I played a bunch of this um, the yep. other day because. Wind Bastion. What a terrible fucking name. Yeah, the new um, content update. The the last one for this year. For this season. Dropped. For this season. Um, The next one better fucking be Australian operators. God damn it. The gun that they got in this one is an org. Yeah, but it's a... It's a different version though, it looks like. Yeah, it's the A3, I think. I don't know. The fucking... It says it's a cut down SMG version of it. Yeah, it looks different. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that because that if you were gonna put a gun in there, that seems to be the one they always put in Rainbow when they're like, "We need an Australian. Let's give them an org." All yeah. right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. And yeah. yes. God damn. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, two new operators, one new map, uh, some changes to other people, but they didn't seem that consequential. Um, Defender new operator is basically banded, but better. Yeah. And we talked about this when they announced it, right? The, I, I didn't really understand why they didn't just fix, check, like redo bandit. Cause I don't think bandit needed fixing to be honest. Um, yeah, it's, it's bandit. It's odd. It is odd. So basically he's got this thing, this like deployable. He's got two of them uh, and he puts them on metal. S- surfaces. Yeah. Surfaces. He, you put them like, on anything. He throws them. He doesn't place them. He throws them. And uh, anything metal connected, it becomes electrified. Um, so that means that he can do, he can like electrify three reinforced walls right from the get-go. And... That's pretty. That's pretty heavy duty. Like, yeah, it means three. That, uh, Why do you think three? Well, I, I guess it could be four or five. 
No, it, it's a radius. It doesn't. It doesn't change together. It does. No, I'm pretty sure it does. No. Unless it looked like well, unless he had it in. It looked like he had three, and it didn't look like it was in a spot where it could possibly be. It looked like it had to be chaining. Right. So when you throw it, there's yeah. a circle radius. It shows you, like, anything where? within the circle gets electri- electrified. So as far as I know, you can't do three walls. You could only do two. Because you're not touching three walls at that stage. I definitely saw it on three walls. Maybe there was another one on the other side? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Weird. You could do okay. four in, like... Because he's got two gadget. I don't think they chained, because I tried and it didn't look like it chained. Like, oh, I'm going to put this here to, to do all these walls. What which the is fuck the way is the ban- point of it? That's the way Bandit works as well. You can't chain in Bandit either. No, I know Bandit can't change. Chain, but this dude only has two of these things. Right? Yeah. So what the fuck is the point of him if, if they don't chain? Why would you well, use him instead of Bandit? Well, that's the thing, right? Is that you can... Say, say there's a, uh, you're trying to block off an entrance, right? You could put one, um, reinforced wall next to the entrance. You could put a deployable shield at the entrance and then barbed wire down there. And that's like, you could chuck this gadget in the corner and suddenly you're doing the wall, the, um, the, uh, barbed wire and the deployable shield are all all electrified. So you can do a lot of stuff in a small area, but it's not going to, chain across and then all of a sudden the but he only like, has two this is my problem he only has two of these fucking things yeah like that's not enough utility that doesn't make sense to me because I think if you give him three it's too much stuff and that's why I'm like they should have just redone bandit uh, like it's just a weird way to implement it I think I don't know because you've got two it. operators that do exactly the same thing except one of them can put them on roofs and shit now yeah. To electrify roof hatches or yeah. um but I've seen people getting around that anyway, so it's like, I don't know. Whatever. How do people um, get around it? I I saw a I saw a video where they put a um a breaching charge next to the hatch uh, and then that blew up and then takes out the gadget along right. with the hatch. I see. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, like I'm very confused, man, because, yeah, not, like, he just doesn't make sense as a character then. Like, I thought the bonus was that he fucking chained. But yeah, that's uh, And I, I definitely well. saw, I definitely saw three walls and only one thing. So, I don't know. Yeah, it must have been on the other side or something like that, but fucking hell, that's goofy as fuck. Maybe it does chain and I'm completely wrong. And I, the, I saw it when I set it up and it wasn't working properly or something. Because yeah. I, because I, when I when I was playing him, I thought the same thing. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure you can chain these, and so I set up a bunch of fucking walls and threw it, and then I did the one wall. I'm like, all right, fair enough, cool, <laughs> great. Um, it was bugged or something when I tried it. Because um, the other thing is, it takes time for it to deploy as well. So it's yeah. not like, so you can't do the bandit trick to destroy thermites with it. Yeah. Um, because it takes time. Is it immune to EMP? Is that what it is? No. Then fuck it. What the fuck? That's the worst shit I've ever seen. That's crazy. That is so fucking useless. Holy shit. Um, yeah, that's... that's the, other, the other buff compared to Bandit is that um, because they've got Maverick on the team now, 
Maverick can put holes in reinforced walls. And so if you know something is electrified, you got you know it's going to be... Well, unless you're playing Maverick because you're an idiot. You know, ah, like, roughly where this... You know, like, you know where the, the battery is going to be, right? Mm. Um, whereas if you're playing... I think his name is Cade. Mm-hmm. Um, then th- that device could be wherever, like, somewhere. And not necessarily you could shoot it through a wall. Um, if you've got IQ, IQ, I guess, could see whereabouts it is right um but even then like it might be behind a wall that you can't get to so or too high it's i saw a lot of people throwing it high yeah Um, i don't know man i just think it's such a weird i personally think they should have just redone bandit and changed his things to gadgets and given done like it's just so strange his design gets worse right there's more confusion because he's so he's got the org A three the the fucking tiny the SMG version of the org, mm. and he has a fucking auto shotgun that is hideously overpowered and like the org cannot have an ACOG the shotgun can have an ACOG yeah and I think the shotgun is lethal over a larger distance than the org is. Which would make sense, because it's got an ACOG, but, like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you be able to put an ACOG on the fucking, the shotgun, of all things? That's bananas. It's just dumb. His overall design, he seems like they fucking palmed him off to the fucking work experience kid or something. I don't fucking know. None of it makes sense. Like, and this work experience kid loves Bandit. And love <laughs> and he just wants to, as far as I can tell. Yeah, he just yeah. wanted to electrify hatches, and he was like, "He's like, sometimes my friends pick Bandit before I can. Let's make someone double Bandit." Yeah, exactly <laughs> like Bandit, uh, but slightly shitter, I guess. Um, I give him a shotgun. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. I've stopped picking him. I I don't use him. And mm. last time I played, we had an entire map. Um, where nobody used him at all. Like, on either team. You did not see him used. Uh, the chick, uh, the attacker chick, I don't know. 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 So she's got the air gap thing where you fire out a, uh, a mine, essentially, that blasts people across. Um, I have some problems with the design of the air gap launcher. Um, it's on her gun, you like middle mouse button, right? Yeah, yeah. Gadget that you switch across to and then you fire it. Um, I have some problems with that. Her guns are really good though. She's got the fucking AK, uh, which a bit of weird spread. Uh, I think the recoil is a little odd, but, um, it's like really good when you burst it and like just three tap it. Uh, and the other gun she's got, I can't remember what the fuck it's called, but it's a fucking killer. I love it. It's got a really small magazine size, which is the only downside, but it fucking smashes. Um, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It's fucking awesome though. I love it. Uh, I've definitely fucking carried some rounds off the back of that alone, uh, more than the air gap thing. The problem with the air gap thing is when she aims it, there's a bright fucking yellow line, like a laser sight that aims where it's going to go to, that anyone can see. Like, as an enemy, you can fucking see it. Like, I was able to see it as as a 
dude camping the site and I could like I saw her fucking aim it in and fire it and I just fucking alright cool well I know where that is thanks like I was able to track exactly where she was gonna put it it's mm. completely pointless it'd be like if you if that was how to put fucking lesions down or something like you had to aim this thing and like nah it's you've got like the the problem like not the problem the trick with lesion is that you've got like a two second window where you can very visibly see the lesion and you can still see it like when it's invisible because it's got an outline but if you see it being deployed you can shoot it and bingo bango you can move on um this one it takes it's way more than two seconds unless you are as like as the uh what's her name i don't remember is yeah, it like nomad or something nomad yeah if you're playing as nomad right unless you know exactly where you want to put this thing and you can fucking like quick scope that shit like mm. the time that you are spending like presenting where the fuck you're sending this fucking thing is way too long uh like yeah i just so you were saying i think it was you or nate one of you were saying that it basically exists as like a defensive tool to yeah. prevent the retake that was me yeah yeah that doesn't make any sense that like as a design concept you are banking on so many things going your way like i just yeah that's that's crazy to design a tool specifically for that is crazy to me because yeah, like for the utility to actually have utility, you need to stay alive on the take, like while you're capturing the site, and then deploy to prevent roamers yeah. or to disrupt roamers. That's yeah. insane. Like, yeah, the. What? Who the. Batman doesn't, prov- like, fucking plan that fire ahead. Good God. Like, that's too many steps forward and counting on too many things to go right for her utility to exist in a way where she isn't just like not really bringing anything to the table like i guess you were saying that you could put it outside the site while you're taking to prevent roamers from sneaking up behind you right yeah it's anti-roaming that's the only reason i can see you using her but why wouldn't you just claim all right that's what they do already. That's what pros do already. Is they just claim all to prevent Yeah, that. but so, they use a lot of that for, I, I guess, um, like claymores are good for stairs and doors. That's probably about it. Whereas this can, there's a giant radius on this one, so it can cover entire hallways. And yeah, if, but even then, you've got to put it in a good position and also hope that, A, they walk on it and you're quick enough to turn around and, like, deal with it that problem <laughs> yeah and yeah it's just, it just seems there's too many points of failure right like the way i look at it um there's too many points of failure for her to be i don't know she just doesn't feel like a must pick right like doesn't feel like someone that you're like fuck i can actually see how she is useful in a lot of situations uh she's still getting picked a lot because her guns are fucking great but uh yeah she, she she is i'm not seeing people use the the, the item very much the utility very much you know yeah. it just doesn't seem to get any use and it's odd I, yeah i i do think it's specifically to counter roamers like cav 
Yeah. Or um, what's the... I can't remember the dude's name that goes invisible on cameras. Uh, uh, Vigil? Vigil, no. yeah. Yeah, so, Vigil. Are they the two Romas? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, like, otherwise, I'm not really sure who else is anti-Roma on the attacking team. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. That, that, that's what I'm thinking that, that she's there for. Because you can't use it... It's hard to use it offensively, like, in a yeah. room. Yeah, it is. Because it's, it's a gadget you can see. Yep. And it means that someone's got to run over to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, de- I just think it's an anti-Roma tool. This doesn't... I, I, I just don't think it's worth taking that over... Like, yeah. I, I don't know, like... Where on the list would that sit? Just, yeah, you know? but at like, like the same would you time, you take that. You wouldn't take her instead of a buck, right? I wouldn't take buck anyway. But you wouldn't take her <laughs> over a buck, right? That's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah. If they had gun like main weapons that were even, you wouldn't take her over a buck. Um, sure. I think you'd, you'd you'd want the shotgun, the key, or whatever the fuck it is. Because at least then you've got the ability to open up like walls or floors that you don't get from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. At the same time, it's like day one that I played it, and yeah, it's it only been out for a couple hours. And I mean, the meta could change with her. Who knows? It's, it's, people might figure something out. Well, yeah, we definitely, definitely <laughs> might be missing something. Yeah. But I'll be pretty surprised if we see her like being played by pros very much. I just attackers have way too many tools, I think. Way too many tools available for her to really present that great an option. Uh, except in like specific scenarios. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, for me it feels like the most disappointing update that they put out this year. Like I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Have you played the new map? I have, yeah, um because it was weird. on high rotation. It's weird. There aren't many hatches. It felt really weird that there weren't very many fucking hatches when the dude yeah. can fucking electrify hatches. Like, uh, you made a map where probably the most interesting thing about the guy cannot be used at all. Yeah. One of the yeah. sites, one of the bomb sites, like, is an open area. Yeah. Um, and there's no roof. Oh, yeah. sorry. There's no... There, there is a... There's a ceiling... But it's fucking super high up and it's not actually like a part of the map ceiling. Like you can't get up there and come yeah. down. It's just like, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Um, it's really strange. It's very odd. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an odd one. It seems too similar to, um, to Border to me as well. Like aesthetically Aesthetic. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just, it's just different for them. Very similar to Border. Um, so it doesn't bring that much to the table in that respect either uh because yeah, they usually try and do stuff that looks different completely different and yeah 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 no it's it, i i have been underwhelmed by this update uh mm. yeah it hasn't like killed the rainbow for me or anything but um yeah just sort of i guess they can't all be hits right like at some point you get a swing and miss um that's what this one feels like it feels like a swing and miss mm-hmm. uh i cannot remember yeah, maybe yachts with frost and buck, but for a while there, frost was like the best fucking operator, <laughs> and she still gets used quite a lot. So, yeah, like, yeah, 
yacht was a giant turtle. Yeah. Oh, yacht. Yeah. yeah. You're crazy. Like, yacht's fucked. Even, even after the remake, it's still fucked. Like, fuck yacht. I haven't played the remake. Um, I thought they just put it back in. Oh, is, is that all they did? That would make sense because it's still it fucked. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I thought they did something to it to make it less shit. I'm not uh, sure. I don't know. It's still fucked. Whatever it is, it's fucked. Um, all right. Cool. What else we got? What else do we got? Counter Strike uh, Go. Counter Strike Go. Uh, this is to do with a new update that came out today. Uh, yep. But um, yeah, so they added in, it's now free to play. Counter Strike is now free to play. Uh, and they added in a mode called Danger Zone, which is a 16 to 18 player battle royale mode. Mm. And uh, I've played it. And I am currently sitting at a 100% win rate. Uh, I'm the greatest. I'm the fucking best, baby. Don't worry. Don't know. How dare anyone question my fucking Counter-Strike skills. Um, it's interesting. It's very interesting. It's such a weird take. It's very, like, it's, to me, a lot closer to um, the the film concepts of Battle Royale. I mean, because you've got all these grids and certain or hexes. They've got these hexes, uh, and these hexes like get bombed sometimes. Um, and you can actually bring up a tablet and you can see where other people are on the map. Uh, just That's the hex, just the hex that they're in. You can't see exactly where they are, but like you can see that they're in a hex or like not a specific person either. You can just see someone is in a hex. So there are people in that hex and that hex and that hex. And so you can not go there if you so choose. Um, you don't fly in uh, at the start of the round. You put a marker down where you're going to drop. Uh, and I think that immediately locks you in. Mm-hmm. But theoretically, you can put your marker down on someone else. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's so you could deliberately drop on someone. Um Guns seem super sparse. Uh, the first thing I picked up was a HE grenade. And the second thing I picked up was C4. And I didn't get a gun until I bought a gun. That uh, sounds like authentic stuff. Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> Not finding a gun. Yeah, it was it was pretty on point. Uh, but yeah, you earn money for doing certain things. Uh, I found a hostage. I did not, didn't know what to do with the hostage, but I, I found one. Mm. Um and I killed a automated turret that earned me a shit ton of money actually, uh, which was good. Um, with your I've, grenade, uh, with my C4 actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, that earned me a bunch of money. So I, I bought some guns. I bought dual Berettas. It's all I could afford, and um, I bought some armor. And that is another interesting thing that they do. It's physically brought in using these drones, and I believe you can shoot the drones down. So you can spoil someone else's purchase, which is interesting. You'd have to have a gun in the first place, though. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that would challenge, make things a bit more challenging. Um, yeah, ammo is super sparse. Uh, 
it's weird when I was I found like an ammo drop and to pick it up I had to pick up bullets individually, which mm. was whack. That was fucking bananas. So I had like yeah, uh, uh, I think like twenty two bullets for my Berettas, and that was it because uh, I found twelve bullets on the ground and the the guns came with ten. Um, yeah, then, uh, yeah, I guess the, you know, the circle closes in. Uh, I don't know what happens if you're outside of the circle, but it looked like it was super lethal. So I didn't want to risk it. Um, and yeah, it tells you, it actually announces from six players below, it'll tell you when another player dies until there's only one enemy left. It doesn't tell you there's one player left. It tells you there's one enemy. So, you know, Mm. there's only two of you left. Um, yeah, so it'll be like, yeah, five, five enemies left and it'll continue on like that. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting take on, on the, like it's it on the battle royale system. Um, because yeah, it doesn't, it's a small map. Um, it seems quite easy to get yourself into conflict uh and yeah it it sort of feels like it weighs getting the drop on people pretty heavily Hmm. oh you can heal yourself uh i put up a a video on twitter of my win i dropped to like eight health and i had no fucking idea you could heal yourself until it literally told me to use my healing pack or whatever the fuck (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. so I, I used that and got up to like a hundred and fucking eighteen health, and yeah, if I'd stayed on eight health, that dude would have won for sure. Um, I never saw how to buy health. I never saw a health item that I could pick up. Uh, yeah, I think I picked up an extra one off a dead person because I killed two people. Um, picked up a P ninety with eleven bullets, which was utterly worthless. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, and I won my first game with a knife kill. Uh, he still had bullets too. So that's embarrassing. He got knifed to death while he was trying to shoot me. But I stabbed him. Slash, slash. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I got a crate out of it. All right. And it cost $3.50 to open the crate. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't think so. This yeah. is why it's now free to play. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I'll probably sell that crate. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, do you know, it's interesting. Do you know if it's everybody free, gets a crate or just the winner? Only the winner. Well, I was the only person who got a crate. So I don't you know if it's actually winner, but... Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah. Man, I don't know. It's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> uh, but the gun's fun. Uh, the game's fun, so... Yeah, it's definitely worth trying, like, checking out. I'd love to check it out in, like, squads. Yeah, trios. If you do, uh, squad, uh, sorry, uh, Q as a duo or a trio, that's how you get in the largest version of the game, which is 18 players. Uh, Sorry, up to 18 players. Uh, And if you, yeah, go in as a a solo, you are only put into 16-player games. Um, Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how deep they decide to go into it and if they start doing 100-player maps or something like that. I don't don't know that the game could do it, to be honest. Uh, it seems to me like 
uh, it might be pushing its its resources as it is. I saw it doesn't it doesn't seem very pretty to me. Uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty like bland texture wise, uh, so it might be yeah, might be tough on the old server resources. Right, is CS Go on Source Two yet, or is it still on Original Source? I honestly don't know. Yeah, but I yeah, think it's still Source. Radio, radio. So everyone's got that now that has Steam because it's free. Exactly. Uh, weird time to announce it. Very it's weird. Such a strange Just... time. Well, I think they were supposed to like launch it a couple of days ago, right? Because they were doing like a teaser and then one like at some point they're like oh, uh got too busy with work we'll have to get back to you tomorrow i think mm. that was yesterday so yeah i think that was supposed to announce it yesterday and i might have right. even been supposed to announce it the day before like even further back but yeah i don't know yeah yep all right um ancient bricks is on here is that from last it must week? be from last week i played a little bit week. yeah um, tell, tell me about it while I whiz. It's, uh... Yeah, so this is the game that you recommended after you told everybody to delete that other game, Bricks and Balls. Um, which this one is sort of similar, but not really. It's like, it takes a, like a different take on um, where you fire a ball up into the air and you're trying to kill kill bricks because um, you don't like bricks. And the, uh, the ball bounces back down and you have a paddle that you have to hit the ball with and it bounces back up, up top again. Uh, so it sort of like takes that classic old school type of formula of games where, um, uh, where you had to like just destroy bricks, but this one throws in like power ups and different levels and whatnot at you. Um, it's all right. Like I'm, I'm sort of enjoying it but it's like yeah it's fine it's not really doing doing it for me you're crazy it's awesome yeah i think my Why? issue is that uh that you use your thumb or your hand to control the paddle yeah and it seems to sometimes like lose track of like it seems like if if I put my thumb be- just below where the paddle is and I'm playing after a little while it seems like it's starting to slide a little bit and all of a sudden my thumb is not in line with the paddle and it looks off-putting to me and so I've got to rearrange my thumb again and be like oh, I'm in the middle now. You're not getting the slow paddle thing, are you? Because the slow paddle will like the paddle slow. Yeah. Um, like power down. No. Will will fuck that shit up when. Yeah, I think it's because the game when you're destroying bricks you collect gold um and so you'll try and hit something uh, you'll try and hit the ball the ball will go up in the air and then maybe you've got to quickly go and get some gold that's on the other side of the screen and when i'm doing that like it's just not keeping up enough and so your thumb kind of gets a little bit out of line with a line with the actual paddle and that's the only bit that's really annoying me I thought um, you were going to say that sometimes, because this happens to me sometimes, uh, I drag my thumb like across, but it goes up a bit and it brings up the fucking Android menu. All right. That? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's annoying. Uh, and then like I'll fucking home out of the fucking game. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. well, this is probably not going to go well for me. Uh, but yeah. No, I like it. I, I, I play it a lot. 
yep. a lot. Uh, it's definitely my new game that I'm playing a lot of. But yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Just Cause 4. Just Cause 4 came out this... I think it was this week. And it needs to go back in. Hey! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Uh, so yeah, I reviewed I reviewed this game. Um, I got it on uh, Friday afternoon, I think, and the embargo was Monday night. So that was a quick turnaround on that one. Um, just and we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks back when we played like a few hours, three or four hours of it uh, at a previous session. Uh, so Just Cause Four is set a couple of years after the events of Three. Um, you are uh, once again on a fictional island. It's called Solis, and uh, you've discovered that your late father may have been working um, for the, I guess, the faction you've been combating over the last couple of games, um, the Black Hand, and uh, and that kind of sets him off on this path to sort of figure out why that is the case because he wants some answers. Um, yeah, man, I really liked Just Cause 3. Um, I think it was uh, a good way to sort of cap off the end of the year. It was a, a dumb game that had a lot of explosions. It was you blowing things up. Um, the story was pretty nonsensical, uh, but still fun. Yep. And um, there was a lot to do in the game. And um, I'm, I'm not... Uh, like, I think Just Cause 4 is pretty average. It's... Um, takes some of the good things that I really liked about 3 it gets rid of them <laughs> um, uh, the story is again complete like crap like it's you just don't care about it at all um, be, because it does this formula of you can go and complete any part of the game whenever you like there's really not like a way to tell this story um, it's very like disjointed and um, like in pieces. Like you're sort of learning bits of information, but it's only because you're doing this part of the mission. Um, so it really doesn't it, like the story. Just don't even worry about it. It's not important. Yeah, um, yeah and the game's broken up into. You start off in like a a, a part of the island, a region, and um, as you destroy things within the game, you earn chaos points. Uh, and then once you get to a certain uh, level of chaos, you level up and you get um, squads, and you use squads to basically push your front line um, forward and take over other regions of the island, and then that allows you to do other missions and, um, and, and earn more points and whatnot. You also get squads by completing um, certain missions, uh, and then you also sometimes will get squads by liberating certain parts of the island as well. So um, sometimes it might be like, you need three squads in order to take over this region. Uh, and the reason why that is the case is because the adjoining regions maybe have uh, enemy forces in them. And so it's like, if you want to really take this one over, you're going to have to send three of your squads in there to, to set it free. But you can take this one over here, which you've got um, more of your front line attached to it. It's only going to cost you one point. So it kind of forces you or, or gets you to think about certain ways to approach some of these regions. Like you could spend a lot of points to go into this part. But if you go around the other way, 
and sort of um, start joining all your front lines together, then you use less resources. And uh, I think that was like one of the biggest problems for me is that as I started very early on, even in the game, I, I found it quite easy to just unlock a lot of these regions because I had just an abundance of squads on my um, on my, like my faction, like a ridiculous amount. So um, that sort of feeds into the issue of there's no reason for you to earn chaos levels because I have all these squads that I'm not using anyway. So what's the point in me blowing things up? Um, yeah. what, what they did in the last game was they, uh, they had like a progress bar and it'd be like, Hey, here's all the things you can destroy in this region. And it will like basically show you, you've got three of these things left to destroy and you'd earn points and then you'd use those points, uh, to do, to get unlocks. And like, there was some sort of progression there. Whereas here it's attached to the squad mechanic but you know, I never felt like I needed to use any of these squads because they're like I've got so many of them. Uh, so why am I really blowing anything up in the first place? Like the core point of the game is to is to blow shit up, and you're not giving me any reason to do that. Yeah. So like they took that entire mechanic out. That whole progression is completely removed from the game anymore, um, because they've attached it to something that you don't really need anyway. So uh, that yeah, that's just a big disconnect for me. Yeah. Um, the other thing they introduce, I guess, which is one of the big changes, is this like weather system. Uh, the, these weather events. The the game is split up into four biomes. You've got like grasslands, forests, um, uh, snow section. Like it's called the alpine, and a uh, desert area. And each one of these areas have this extreme weather event. And we talked about it in our preview, which was the one we saw the tornado, and um, Basically, the Black Hand has found a way to control weather events, and the tornado sort of roams around the area and causes destruction. And it doesn't go into certain parts because the Black Hand have set up these wind cannons, and they're able to sort of manipulate this giant tornado in the world. And um, yeah, that tornado is the one of the best parts of the game because it it um, sort of works really well in terms of blending a really cool mechanic with the physics systems that it's got in the game and also like blowing shit up like it destroys so much cool stuff and you can also um like it looks cool like to play around with that is a really cool part of the game but then they've got all these other weather systems in there that are just so boring like a storm there is an electrical storm and that's yeah. no, like that's not fun you know, you like it's the it does the same thing as like Zelda, where you'd just be running around and it's like, oh, you're about to get zapped. You better do this other thing so that you don't get zapped. And it's its gimmick is you need to get lower than um, other Something objects else. in the yeah. world that is around you, and that way the lightning hits it instead. Yep. And so that doesn't add a fun gameplay mechanic. Like the the tornado stuff's really cool because it interacts with the environment and you can do things sort of with it. Um, the mission, uh, the mission's really cool. Like it's, it looks awesome, but the, like uh, there's a blizzard, there's a fucking, a thunderstorm, like all of that stuff is just like, it doesn't really. What are the, the, the three other ones? It's, it's the lightning storm, the blizzard, and what's the, 
other dust, one. Dust on? Dust, yeah. Yeah, I could tell that they were going to be fucking shit from the <laughs> get-go. I think it was pretty obvious, like, especially compared to a tornado, like right. a dust storm. Uh, what, so I can't see stuff anymore? Cool. Who fucking cares? A blizzard? I can't see stuff and I'm cold? Yeah. Lightning storms were the like, worst part of Zelda as well, so... Well, not the worst part. One of the worst parts of Zelda as well, so... Like, yeah, I just... Yeah, you could tell a lot. Like, they, they came up with this one really fucking cool idea, the tornado thing, and then... That's why they were showing it everywhere. And that's... Yeah, but that's as far as they really got in terms of really cool weather events. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, generally the rest of them are just not fun. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, the thing about those weather events is that they're the best missions in the game. Even yeah. even though the, the like, um, lightning storm stuff is a bad game mechanic, yeah. the actual missions are good because yeah. they're a lot more interesting than the crap they get to do in the main missions. Um, that's like the tornado missions are fucking awesome, man. The, the, the way those play out are a lot of fun and they're the... It's the best part of the game, those missions. Yeah. Um, the regular missions are crap. It's uh, We played the ones in the um, the preview. It's like uh, a lot of interacting with consoles. Um, yeah. I think I wrote, what I, I wrote in my preview. There's a lot of... Um, uh, yeah, interacting with consoles, um, driving hackers to consoles... Or blowing up generators because consoles don't work, something something like that. But like, it's just very repetitive. You're always doing like at a console, opening it, or like defending a console, or driving a hacker to a console and defending the hacker while he uses the console, um, or blowing up generators because a door doesn't open, and you're just doing that constantly, all all the time. And there's just no variety in any of the missions. Um, and the way the game is supposed to work is you like you're doing these missions but blowing shit up but because you're not given any reason to blow shit up anymore you're just doing these terrible missions over and over again so it just becomes no fun um so yeah i don't like any of the missions the best part the best part of the missions are the ones attached to the weather events and there's only a couple of them for each one yeah Um, right they're set up into like tiers like you do a certain you do a part of a mission and then um, the weather event sort of moves to a different section on the map and it's like all right now i've got to go unlock this region in order to go do this weather event and um yeah so they're no good um they've got new gadgets in the game now the um the returning ones are the retractor the boosters and then the new one they've got is the airlifter yep. um the retractor the retractor and boosters work pretty much the same way as the last games. Uh, the retractor, you attach one end to an object and something else, and it tethers together. Um, the booster is... I think the booster works a little bit different this time. You can use your grapple to well, attach it to things. Yeah, because it's on the grapple instead of yeah. the, the explosives. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's um, the only real difference. Yeah, th- so you put booster on stuff, and it makes it fucking go really quick, or you can shoot things off into the sky. And the airlifter is uh, basically balloons that you can attach to objects and it will lift up um, into the air. <clears throat> At the start of the game, they um, they make you lift a car up or multiple cars. Yeah. 
I think we talked about this because this was in the preview, right? Yeah. So that that's the introduction to the <clears throat> to those gadgets. Yeah. That's the only time I ever use the airlifter. Well, did, I think I told said this last time, but I didn't use the airlifter. I just yeah, retracted, just retracted it, retracted it out of the way. <laughs> Gold. Yeah. Mm. Uh. <laughs> they um. They give you these gadgets to use, and then there's no part of the game that sort of forces you to use them, yep. or like requires you to use them, because you can just use your retractor on everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's no like, like puzzle mechanics in the game to be like, oh, you actually need to do this thing, and in order to do that, you've got to use this specific gadget. They're just like. Nah, just do whatever you want. And so there's no reason at all to ever try any of that other stuff at all. Um, so I think that's a giant misstep as well. Uh, and then you've got all these modifications that you can attach to um, your gadgets and you unlock them as you progress through the game. And that allows you to think things like, um, for instance, with the airlifter, you can decide whether or not you want balloons to follow you, uh, how high in the air you want the balloons to float, or if you want them to float in the air at all, they can just, sorry, just shoot off into the sky. Um, yep. what, uh, what sort of gases the balloons are filled with, um, whether or not the balloons are destructible or indestructible. And that goes the same with the other gadgets. You can then uh, modify all the other ones in the, in the game. And they're, they're, they're saying there's millions of combinations um, in but order like, to change them. It's, they're, they're sort of like, they don't matter. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, that like there are millions of combinations, but only like three of them really do anything at all that anyone gives a fuck about. At least um, for the main part of the game, like there's obviously stuff there because it is a sandbox game where you'll see crazy videos on the internet of people yeah. doing insane shit. Um, and yeah. they're, they're the types of people that they're going to get a lot out of it because they can really dig into it and play it or... or do things specifically the way they want to do it but in terms of um like the game and the the missions and whatnot like none of that stuff matters at all it's yeah not important um so yeah like i just there's just not there's all this stuff in the game you can do but there's no there's no reason to do any of it um which is i guess why I did not like it as much as the last game because I felt like that game gave you specific reasons to go do all this stuff like could, to go do the side activities to get unlocks um, I thought it was a lot funnier yeah it's not this game has a couple of moments where I was like yeah that's pretty funny but yeah. I felt like the last one was at least the, the stuff they did with the propaganda speakers thought that was mm. done really well yeah. um, where there's nothing like that in this game um, it's super Tell you boring. what, the Bennett Foddy getting over it Easter egg though, sure. probably the best Easter egg of the entire year. I don't think there is a, a better one. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, that is. I watched the video. That's a fucking cack. That was spectacularly done. Uh, yeah, but otherwise, yeah. Like even then, it's it looked ugly as well. Like it looks bad. So it looks good when you're up in the sky, sort yeah. of really high up in the air. Because um, it's, uh, yeah, the way it renders that sort of stuff is really cool. But the moment you get to the ground, especially the fucking water, it looks terrible. I don't know what they did with the water. The last couple of games, the water looked 
okay. This is just like a flat surface with a really shitty reflection texture on it. Yeah. I thought my game was fucked, but I've seen a lot of people complaining about it. Um, but yeah, it just looks like, this looks bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it runs well on PC. The load times are super impressive. It loads um, when you first get into the game and uh, it takes it takes, I don't know, a little while to load up but once you're actually in the game getting to missions um it's super quick the fast travel system is ridiculously quick like you fast travel and you're ready to go within about a second um yeah. that is impressive that part of it because like in a lot of games i'm like i don't really sometimes i'm like i don't i'm not sure if i want to fast travel because it's gonna yeah. be load might be. for 30 seconds it might be faster to just fucking walk yeah there. to just get there <laughs> whereas in this game it's literally a fucking fast like it is one of the yeah. fastest fast travel systems i've seen you press yeah. that button and it's like you're ready to go again all right fair enough i'll use that a lot so yeah. i did actually use it quite a bit um because the map is pretty pretty massive it's just yeah. there's there's not a lot to do in the map and there's no reasons to do any of it I spent a lot of time, and I made a video about this, um, doing terrible things to a dog in the game. A dog? What do you yeah. mean? Because I, I posted on the internet. Abusing a dog? Oh, yeah. Here we, Are you here fucking kidding? <laughs> There's a, How uh, fucking dare you? Fucking... I think they've I also got... I can see got... a cat there next to you, fuck. Where? No, that's a, that's not a, that's a rug. Um, you made a rug out of your cat? Is there any animal you won't abuse? <laughs> I have had enough of Luke's campaign of violence towards animals. In video games. In general. Yeah. And you All can't either. say bad things about them anymore either. No, you can't. Yeah. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Don't get starmy. Yeah. So I tweeted that, like, there's this tiny dog in the game. I put yep. a video up of it. Um, uh, like, it's pretty close to the start of the game. You can find it. And it follows you around and that sort of thing. You can't interact with it very much. Like, you can't pet it. Nothing like that. Um, and what I was trying to do is I uh, I tried to put a, uh, a booster on it at the start of the game. But it didn't do anything. And right. so I kind of left it and didn't think much about it. And then um, one of the YouTubers messaged me and said, Have you tried putting a booster on it? And I was like, Yeah, I tried that. But nothing happened. But I'll yeah. go back and try the airlifter when I get a chance, like when I'm back in that area. Yeah. And so I get back to this area and I, uh, I, I tried the booster. Just, I started making a video. So I showed you what happened when they like, the, you put the booster on it, nothing kind of the booster fires and the dog just runs around. And then I put the airlifter on this thing and it starts floating in the air. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's see how fucking deep we can go with this. And then I, uh, I fire off the booster again, and then the booster starts working. So it actually uh, works, but you've got to have the dog in the air. <laughs> right. And then right. Uh, I spent the next hour <laughs> fucking around with this dog. like Because I found that you could actually attach the retractor to it, and then attach it to walls. But then if you started doing like more than one retractor, you could start moving this dog around the map. And then so right. I started... <laughs> started moving it like into sections where you couldn't get this dog usually to go uh, and anyway it ends up with me uh, attaching the dog to a car that goes past while it's floating in the air and it just disappears off in the distance 
Um, oh, so yeah, that was a tiny fucking dog. That might have been the most fun I had in the game. Just me yeah. fucking around with <laughs> this dog. Um, so yeah, I uh, I gave it a, um, a six out of ten when I reviewed it. Yeah, I know. Uh, as far as I'm aware, I'm the lowest on Metacritic at the moment. Yeah, um, I'm. I was when I last checked tied with Gamespot. Right but they put theirs up after me. Um, <laughs> so yeah. you. Are you watching it? I am. Oh, that's terrible. It is terrible. It is such an awful thing to do yeah. to a dog. Um, uh, yeah, man, I just I don't know. I, don't, like, I feel like it's a missed opportunity. There's a lot of things in that game that they um, don't, that they could have done a lot better, I feel like. It, it doesn't... F- like they didn't evolve that game enough for me. Yeah. They didn't do like the, the things they put in there were the modifications and like the weather system and whatnot. And that doesn't add a whole lot to it. And then the missions aren't very good. Um, like the physics stuff is still fun. Like it's cool to, to fuck around with the game and, and do all that sort of stuff, but there's no reason to do any of that anymore. Cause they, they changed the progression system. So yeah. Um, anyway, I think it's, um, it's maybe like if you liked the last game, maybe check it out when it's on sale, because it's yep. still like it's still a fun like you have fun playing it, but yeah, it's just not that great. So yeah, a bit disappointing for me because I was really looking forward to yeah, I know um, you were. checking it out. Yeah. All right. Cool. Is that it? Yeah. How many fucking graph retractors can you attach to a single fucking dog, man? out of control I've got it like floating in the air at one stage and it's like spinning around and shit and I am losing my mind when this is happening I am laughing <laughs> way too much I'm, I'm watching it without sound but um the yeah. start of it oh so at the start of the video I'm oh. not sure if you realize this happens but I um I put the booster on the dog yep. and it's like running around and whatnot and I've actually got I've accidentally got my uh, grenade launcher out and That's I hit cool. escape and I, I can't remember what I was doing. I don't know if I accidentally hit escape or something, but then I go to press resume and I press resume and nothing happens. So I click it again, but then the game loads up and then I fire my fucking grenade and kill the dog. And I'm like, oh shit. And then I press the booster and it starts spinning around and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, fair enough. So that's... It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty harsh. Gold! All right. All right, what do we got for news? Epic Games launching... A store to compete with Steam. Yes. Big news. Um, it is pretty big. Um, yeah, they're coming straight out of the gate, punching pretty fucking hard. Mm. Um, giving like creators a much larger percentage of a bigger share of the pie, um, straight up, which is good, obviously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What is it? Twenty-two percent. They take. Or is it? They take eighteen percent. I can't remember. I thought it was twelve. 12. Oh, it is too. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting all, all my eights. All the, all the eights. And I got the two. I was pretty close. Yeah. 12%. Um, which is, yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I think Steam at the moment takes, is it between 22 and 30, depending on yeah what who you are? I think 30 yes. is the baseline. And I think some of the big triple-A publishers, they take about 20, between 22 and 30%. Yep. Of the cut. 
Yeah, um, and they recently made some minor alterations where if you reach certain milestones, they'll take a smaller cut after for every dollar you earn after that milestone. Yeah. But the milestone in question is $10 million, so it doesn't really apply to most people. Uh, it's mostly just to make sure the biggest publishers stay on Steam, I guess. Yeah, because that's the thing. That's the thing, right? Is a lot of the publishers bringing out their own platform these days, and then yeah. they're making that platform um, the place you need to play the game. Um, EA's yeah. done it recently. Bethesda started doing it. They haven't taken away Bethesda games, but I guess Fallout seventy six is one. Yeah, of them, they right? didn't. They didn't. They didn't put it on Steam, and they should have because Steam actually has a functioning friend system, uh, and <laughs> Bethesda Net does not. But yeah mm. um ubisoft still uh does both yeah um so that's yeah good. what do you think about all this i i mean when i load up my computer these days i have to make sure origin has open battle nets open steam is open and Uplay is open to make sure that anything is that has to fucking do a quick patch can mm. do that patch right uh, um which is it's mildly annoying, but I've also noticed that none of them seem particularly um, resource intensive. I think Steam might be the most resource intensive for me at the moment. Like, there was a portion of time where it had some sort of fucking bug where it was at like a hundred percent hard drive use, right? Which was extremely annoying, and it was fucking up because it games. was always downloading PUBG updates. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> slow down, heat. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, like, I, I don't find them, yeah, I, I think they're pretty small impact-wise, so I don't think it's the worst thing to have them all, mm. but I can see where it might get a little bit annoying and shit. I can understand where people are coming from if they're getting dragged down by all the shit they have to have installed. I just don't think it's that, yeah, big a deal, really. Right. For me. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Um... Like, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not we start seeing some lower-priced games now. Yeah. If they're taking less of a cut, or, or if they're just like, well, the publisher's just like, well, yeah, whatever. We'll just, it just means we're getting more money out we'll of it. We'll just get more money, yeah. More cash, baby. Um, yeah, that would make sense, I think. You know, like, why, why not? Like, just get more, get more money. Why not? Hmm. You know, but like- in the end, it just means that all the other distribution platforms are going to have to try and do something about it as well well i i wonder if i wonder if you know origin and battle net and whatever i wonder if they care i think those two in particular are happy being their own store their own place for their own games i think they're happy with the current system uh they get what they need out of it i don't think they care to sell other games necessarily i know orange origin has dipped its toe in the water but hasn't really done anything with it you know Mm. so yeah i don't think it's that big a deal really um i don't think it'll really impact them the only one's going to impact is steam because the install base for the epic launcher is pretty fucking big now so Mm. yeah they might if like if if they are able to somehow incentivize people to do a discount like i guess if you were to do a 10 percent discount on the epic launcher you'd still be making a profit over what you are earning from sales on steam yeah you know uh so it would really just come down to the user experience as long as it is as good as it is on steam 
then yeah yeah people will be incentivized to shift across right yeah and they've got that user base there from Fortnite as well so that yeah that's exactly like, it's not like they're just doing this for the fun of it um yeah and i know they were doing things with like the unreal store as well for developers um i don't know if that's tied into it anyway because like you would if you were creating for the unreal engine you could put certain things up on the store and um they get some sort of discount for selling unreal engine based games on the on the epic store epic store yeah so they have added that as well. Like you have a five percent discount on your uh, licensing for the engine. Sure. So yeah, there's that incentive as well. Like there's yeah, there's quite a bit. You know, um, it's an interesting it's an interesting power move. Uh, will be yeah, interesting to see how it how it rolls out. I mean, generally we try to find the cheapest version of a fucking game as it is, right? Provided that they have fixed the login system issues that they're having because yeah i said on twitter this time last year i was getting like a notification every single day that someone had attempted to log into my account uh there is zero fucking I, chance i can't even log getting... in anymore yeah yeah i probably can't either i haven't tried well i i tried it the other day um right like a couple days ago because i had i think everybody used to have the same fucking thing um yep. And it's like, would you like to reset your password? I'm like, yes. And then it sends me an email. And then I I go to reset my password. And it's like, this token does not work. And I'm like, cool, fair enough. <laughs> so right. I can't reset my password. Excellent. And I tried it like three times over the course of different days. So I don't know. Well, fucking sure it. that's not good. Just means I can't play Fortnite anymore. Um, but like, I don't, I think I've said this before. I, I don't buy many games on Steam anymore. Um, and when yeah. I do, it's usually an indie game or something like that that's on steam because i just find that in order to get games it's cheaper to get them elsewhere i usually buy them from like green man gaming these days or yep or gog or something like that yep Um, yeah like even uh return of the obradin i I bought that on gog because it was cheaper over there than it was on steam right yeah yeah but i guess that's the thing right like you we will we will go where it was cheaper yeah. We don't give a fuck about, you know, launches or whatever the fuck. It doesn't really matter to us. So, mm. yeah. And, like, I've got no attachment to my Steam profile or my achievements or whatever the fuck. I've got notifications turned off on Steam messages. Um, Yeah, like, I just, as a community element, I don't get much out of Steam either. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess it just pretty ignorable yep like just fucking whatever yeah yep. what else we got bethesda's continuing nightmare is what i wrote down here <laughs> uh because they're just moving from one train wreck to the next uh they you know they do something good and then they something goes horribly wrong with it you know um so last week I guess it was the the canvas bag situation Mm. uh, where the special edition or the collector's edition or whatever the fuck uh, promised a canvas bag uh, and then they switched it out for a vinyl tote bag uh, without notifying anyone. And when someone emailed to find out what what the fuck went wrong, uh, they 
<laughs> they got a good reply. Yeah, the customer support person uh, in question uh, said they had no plan. Like, basically just gave a shitty reply. Basically, we've got no plans to do anything like, about this. They were too expensive to make, so we're not yeah. making them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so that obviously didn't go very well. Uh, Bethesda, you know, palmed it off as sort of, that was a temp. That's not our position. Uh, here's five dollars worth of like atomic bucks yeah that you can only use in fallout 76 uh um which yeah uh is a pretty hollow uh offer really and then um yeah so people weren't happy with that uh and then they uh so they you know continue to scramble continue to do what they can uh they then Decided that they were making the canvas bags. Um, they said, you know, message us. Hmm. Uh, like, su- submit a support ticket. And uh, we will sort you out with the bag that you are owed. Yep. But there was a glitch in the system. And anyone who submitted a support ticket could see the entire details of a bunch of other people. Uh, so there were all these, like addresses like fucking personal details just being randomly shared with random people uh so if you were submitting a ticket people had your address and shit uh so obviously that's a massive privacy breach Mm. um so yeah again the the problem gets even worse and i guess now they're currently scrambling on that uh their official statement was they are experienced an error with our customer support website Allowed some customers to view support tickets. We immediately took down the website to fix the error. We're <laughs> still investigating the, error. the <laughs> still investigating the incident. So they haven't even fixed it. Um, but yeah, no credit, full credit card numbers or passwords disclosed. But it is a privacy breach uh, in an age when privacy breaches are, you know happening uh it is just it's a terrible fucking outcome you know like that it feels bad right like they put out a bad game there's i think zero question about that uh everyone accepts that they put out a bad game but now it just seems like they cannot do anything to fucking correct the course every single time they like it's like that fucking a gif of sideshow bob walking on a bunch of rakes mm-hmm. that is exactly what keeps happening and then they turn and they walk step on another rake and then they take another step and it's on another rake like it is just fucking bang 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 and it's honestly like there was a bit of shot and fraud that mm. uh you know that you know taking this uh taking pleasure in the uh the mistakes of others when you feel they deserve it uh there was a bit of that initially you know it was like ah, yeah you put out a a bad game so you know this is pretty amusing to see uh but it is we've blasted way past that it is no longer amusing uh it is just sort of sad i'm just sort of like oh go on buddy (laughs) come on come on like, yeah, I cannot... Fallout 76 has got to be one of the biggest clusterfucks, one of the biggest ongoing train wrecks 
Yeah, of, of all time. Like, I cannot understand how things just keep getting worse. Hilarious, but also really sad. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, that's a that's a summary of the situation. They did. They also put out a patch uh, recently that severely nerfed a lot of the um, resource gain elements. Uh, I mean, two minds about this. Everyone was saying that it was way too easy to get resources, uh, but it seems like a lot the like general consensus from late game players is that they have nerfed. Uh, the resources to a point where uh, it, it now feels pointless to do anything late game hmm. because you can't like you can't earn anything fast enough for it to be worth earning, uh, right. and it and it decays. Apparently, it decays. Stuff decays. Food and, and deca- things like that do, yeah. And I'm not, some I'm not late, sure about resources. late game resources uh, have like radioactive decay, right. and they now decay at a rate that makes them functionally like mm. worthless to acquire uh so yeah into like they, it's an ongoing nightmare of balance that they're continuously trying to sort out but right yep cool anyway cool what else is there artifact is already out of the top 25 on steam right you heard it here first folks uh i i, I actually posted this on twitter uh I'll, I'll be extremely, you know, happy to be the guy two, down, two years down the track saying, yeah, I said all this. I don't think I'm going to have to wait two years. I think people are fucking bailing on Artifact already. This one's like fucking, they're getting the fuck out. The people, I actually noticed something really interesting uh, because I am staying up on Artifact news. Uh, I do want to make sure that I know enough about it that if Valve announces a $25 million fucking tournament... That I can <laughs> sort yeah. of fucking cover it, uh, but uh, yeah, like yeah, it seems to me it sort of resembles the crypto craze hmm. uh, in that there are people who have invested money into artifacts who have now a specific monetary investment in making sure other people still find value in artifacts. So if we look at crypto, right, it's it's quite similar. Uh, people are like, Bitcoin totally still has value. But they are saying this because they have a bunch of Bitcoin that they desperately want to retain value. Uh, I have Bitcoin and I have Ethereum. They have not retained their value. But you'll notice that I never spent all my time trying to convince other people the Bitcoin has value. Uh, it's because I don't play that way, but I do believe that there is a, uh, a run of a bunch of artifact players who are invested and like literally monetarily invested who want the game to succeed now, not necessarily because they enjoy the game, but because they do, they want to retain value in their investment. Anyone who bought Axe when it was 50 fucking dollars, twice the price of the game, will want to retain the value of their cards. Mm-hmm. Axe is never going to be worth $50 again. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of that's sort of the like situation really is that like yeah, people want it to succeed I think less now because it's a game that they enjoy and more because 
if it fails, they are left with a bunch of worthless cards. The question for them is, when do they get out? Do they cut their losses? Is there some sunk cost fallacy going on? Hmm. I mean, almost certainly there is, but like, yeah, how do they how do they bail out at the right time? I don't think they know. Like, I think it's a it's a tricky one. Um, as as the numbers drop for artifacts, uh, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, there might be value in, in watching the market mm. and jumping on cards when they're like when they're crashing. Uh, I think someone was charting. I haven't looked in a while, but someone was charting all the fucking card values, and uh, they were nosediving last time I looked. That was three days ago. Right. Um, yeah. Like, if that's going to happen, yeah, you should probably get out when you can. I mean, if you still like the, the the other thing is right. If if you sell all your cards, you can still play free draft and the other free like yeah free draft. Uh, you can't play free constructed, but you can still play free draft, right? Uh, which is ostensibly the best part of the fucking game. So yeah, you may as well fuck it. So Just when, when you say top twenty five, you're meaning Steam charts, right? I do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Because oh, no, that's what I'm looking at now. Uh, I wasn't sure if you meant in terms of sale, like sales, or if you meant Steam charts. Uh, yeah. It is 29 right now. Yeah. Um, oh, it was 26. It was 26 when I put that fucking thing in. Yeah, but it's Oof. also off peak. It's um at the moment. If it's off peak for every other fucking thing as well, dude. It peaks today at 60,000, or no, or is that? peak all time uh, let me check yeah that's peak today right here's Dota's at PUBG's pretty high as well um, yeah man I think they made the wrong game free to play <laughs> today they nailed the wrong one Right, like fuck. <laughs> so strange. Um, Time of Triumph is down three dollars from what I sold it at. What's Axe at? Axe is fourteen dollars now, and dropping. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. All right. Let's move on. What else we got here? Uh, so yesterday, um, Ubisoft was teasing a a new Far Cry game. Yeah. Um. And it was going to be revealed at the Game Awards, which is on shortly, very shortly. Um, except yeah, for them, the uh, the game the game leaked ahead of it time. leaked. So yeah. we got box art, uh, a name for it. It's called Far Cry New Dawn. Um, this one's a bit tough to talk about because it is a direct uh, sequel to Far Cry Five. Um, right. Kind of what happens after the events of that game. Okay. So, um, if you don't want to know what happens, maybe pause the podcast for a little while. Skip forward a bit. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's set after the events of Far Cry 5, where, if you don't know, at the end of that game, you sort of don't win. Um, yep. And a nuclear bomb goes off and uh, destroys Hope Hope Country or Hope County? I can't remember. County. County. Yeah. 
Um, and so this one is going to be set after those events. It's called Far Cry New Dawn, and that's about all we know for for the moment. They've dropped a teaser trailer, um, yep. but until the Game Awards starts uh, shortly, we won't really know much more about it. Yep. Um, the box art is out. They, there's a, a two two people standing in front of somebody tied to a car. Um, don't really know whether or not they are protagonists or the antagonists of the game or what's really going on. Generally, they have the antagonists on the front of their covers, the last couple, um, yep. ranging from uh, three, four, and five. Primal had a skull, so I guess, maybe, dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> but this one, yeah, I, I had a theory that maybe it's a co-op game. They're focusing more on co-op, because Far Cry has always had co-op, but it's always been bit shit and that's something we've talked about in the past so whether or not these two characters are actually the antagonists or whether it's a game going to focus more on cop well I guess we'll find out very very soon yeah it looks kind of psychedelic uh, like very uh, I guess weird like very um, interpretive uh, yeah. Well, well, I guess the last game had that that drug, right? That yeah. Made another the part of the game that I hated the most. Um, yeah. So maybe the yeah, radiation has that, done yeah, something it, to it. Influences everything about it, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the image, the box art that got tweeted got removed by the copyright holder. They uh, DMCA'd hmm. on Twitter. The dude who tweeted it. Um, yeah. That's so dumb, man. Because it's that everywhere is, now. What's the fucking point? Like, literally, everyone's you posting idiots. Yeah. Oh, it's way too late to put that one back in the bag. But um, yeah. Gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like as long as it's got way better co-op system, uh, I will one hundred percent get in. And if it doesn't, I'll probably skip it. If I'm being honest, because mm-hmm. um, if it's gonna if it's just gonna be the same like place same world but with a I guess um like different aesthetic skin. change or something. yeah aesthetic change I don't care that much to check it out right to be honest yeah um yeah like if it's gonna be functionally the same map yeah probably skip um uh, but yeah if it is a nuclear blasted um open world with good cop then I'll play it yeah unlike Fallout 76 We'll find out shortly. We will. Because um, the Game Awards are starting very soon. We were going to do a separate podcast while it was running, but it turns out you're going somewhere. <laughs> so we're not going to get a chance to do that. Um, I guess touching on that a little bit, we talked last week in the news, uh, there was a rumor going around that Rocksteady were working on a, um, a game. Uh, that might be announced and they've come out since then and said that they are not going to be revealing it at the game awards and um it's also not a superman game so still still doesn't mean superman's not in it i guess that is true yeah um yeah the uh the other thing i guess that they're that they're well that is coming is uh the rumored Batman game, right? From WB Montreal? Yeah, the ones the Court of Owls. Court of Owls, yeah. Is that still on the cards? Do we think that's going to get announced? I saw a post, or? but I don't know. Right. 
Well, I saw that that's a thing that's happening, but who knows? It fucking starts in eight minutes. Starts shortly, yeah. Um, we should wrap things up. Uh, we'll go through everything next week when they announce all the big stuff, but oh, I'm, I'm interested will. to watch it. It should be should be good. Yeah, it should be interesting. Got any questions quickly? Or not? Uh, we do not. That's fine by me. Uh, we did have Drew jumped on to tell us, uh, to point out that um, Mexico is actually accessible in Red Dead Redemption 2. People have glitched their way into the game space, uh, which is pretty fucking huge and does sort of play into what we were saying last week. There's nothing there. No, there's nothing there yet, but it does sort of establish that they do have the space in the game world or for Red Dead Redemption 2, which means our theory that they might do a Red Dead Redemption 1 remake in that engine uh, has, has a lot of... A lot to it um i'm i'm what i yeah i said it last week but i'm still fucking in i'm in on that uh i will hate I continue to hate mexico as a portion of the game but uh <laughs> yeah 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 pretty interesting um yeah all right cool that's Should wrap it up let's do yep. it thanks uh, for listening Oh, God, no, that's how it goes. Uh, the Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, <laughs> Windows Store. We're also on Spotify now. Um, you can search for us at GA Podcast or The Gap, and we should show up there. If you rate and review us, it helps other people find the show. Uh, you can also email us questions, thegapodcast at gmail.com, um, if you want to do it the old-fashioned way, or you can go to our Discord page, which is thegapodcast.com slash Discord, and you can leave us questions in our questions channel. Or you can just talk. Talk if you want to and some of the others we got there uh, and play games we have a lot of voice channels which you can jump in and uh, play some things on yep if you want to find us on social media you can as well facebook.com slash GA podcast twitter.com slash GA podcast you can also find us on youtube youtube.com slash GA podcast and you can watch us on screen and we definitely are not commenting on whatever Job is wearing today um, mate <laughs> We nearly made it the whole episode without mentioning it. We did. The sharks, this is a a towel. Oh, fucking check out my armpits. Um, Actually, look, you can see my Quake tattoo. Um, Yeah. No, the shark towel hoodie concept. Look, the hoodie poncho towel Mm. is the greatest thing of all time. And I cannot believe I only just discovered them. Uh, Little kids have had them for ages. Like, little kids get everything. Mm. Adult size towel hoodie. It's fucking spectacular. Right. It's so comfortable. I want to, I just, I want to wear a, a poncho all the time, I think. Like, it'd be a cool nickname too. You could call me Poncho. Okay. Like, just start calling me Poncho. Radio Poncho. Cheers. Um, you go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to everything we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. And, yes. um, that is all thanks to our Patreon members. You want to help support the show to Patreon dot com slash ga podcast thank you everyone does that every month you're the best appreciated and that is it you got anything else you can pimp out this week job uh go check out my massive interview with uh the hearthstone creative director tom something or other tom something um pretty good uh it is massive it is like 2500 words um it is extremely detailed uh so that's pretty good check that out check out uh, an interview i've got with jake from the brisbane deceptors in the Mm. gfinity uh league uh he's the dude who was on chiefs 
and uh, quit when they lost. He Ronda Rousey did, and uh, <laughs> but he's back. He's playing again. Uh, it's good. It's a pretty good interview, I think. Um, get some insight into the draft system. Uh, I have some questions. I don't think the draft system works as well as it could, to be honest, uh, right. based on what he and I talked about. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Follow me on Twitter at JobyJJ. You can check out my fucking winning my first game of Danger Zone, the Counter Strike Battle Royale. <laughs> I'm too fucking good, baby. Too yep. good. Slash slash. What about you, Luke? What do you got? Uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, or you can go to survivor.com and check out some of my work. Uh, this week was Just Cause 4 review. So you can go read that. I bashed that out in a very quick amount of time. And you can, Did you put your videos in your review? or No. All right. So you have, you have to, to go to, to my YouTube, YouTube page. I'll post is... them in the Discord channel if nice. somebody already hasn't done that. Uh, and that's it we'll be back next week talk about the game awards and what's going on there yes Um, so it should be a lot of things interesting things to talk about things yep okay excellent that's it bye see ya